Andrew Pitkin on KNEM KNMO here on an update program as we have Will Tollerton, the museum director over at the Bushwhacker Museum. And Will, thanks for coming on in through the phone line here. (laughs) Uh, You're welcome, Andrew. Thank you very much for interviewing me today. Yeah, no problem. And so we'll just get into uh, the Bushwhacker Museum. And uh, you've been open just for a little bit here for the new season this summer. And so how's it been going so far? Uh, we've gotten off to a decent start. The museum opened on Saturday, May 1st, and uh, just yesterday on the 5th, we had a group from the Walker uh, Christian School come through and have a nice tour of the museum and the jail. So our 2021 tour season is off to a good start. What would you say is one of the more unique things about the Bushwhacker Museum specifically? Well, our focus on the local history of Vernon County and this uh, Missouri-Kansas border region, I think, makes us unique. Uh, you're not going to find that sort of uh, local, local focus and emphasis anywhere else. And so we talk about things like the State Hospital Number 3 that was here, the Weltmer Institute, uh, of course the Bushwhackers and the Civil War being a big part of our, our local history, and uh, that whole combination uh, in one uh, place is, uh, I think, very unique. And I understand you were wanting to know a little bit of more information. We've talked about this a little bit about a bridge in the area, and so what is the bridge and what do you want to know about it? Okay, well, it is the bridge that is uh, commonly referred to as Witch's Bridge, and its actual formal name is the Cogswell Ford Bridge. And I've been doing some research about it because we've had some inquiries, and uh, I just want to know where that term Witch's Bridge came from. And I've actually had already uh, some good feedback from the community uh, through Facebook and uh, phone calls. I believe just last week I got a a phone call from a resident, uh, Neil Swan, who grew up out there in the Marmoton Bottoms back in the 20s and 30s, and he gave me some good information. So I really appreciate the positive feedback from the community. And I've actually just been researching it some more here this morning and uh, found out a few interesting tidbits, which I am going to be sharing an article in our museum newsletter in July. So you haven't quite cracked the case yet, or do you think you're getting pretty close at this point? Well, I think I have a pretty good idea that the uh, the term came about probably later uh, in the 20th century. And uh, say that is not the formal name of the bridge. It was the Cogswell Ford Bridge, but uh, there was an old house that used to be there. And somehow or other, this uh, legend just kind of grew up of uh, the Witch of Witch's Bridge. Very interesting. And another thing that you all offer is some living history programs for Bushwhacker Days. Would you like to explain a little bit of what those are? Yes, uh, we will be doing our living history tent again during Bushwhacker Days this year. The location of the tent will be moved just a little bit. Uh, For the last few years, it has been on Main Street, right in front of the old Bushwhacker Jail and Sheriff's Home. And we're going to move it just uh, across the street a little bit to be on the empty lot where the old First Baptist Church once stood before it was torn down last spring. So uh, the city has kindly agreed to let us set the tent up on the grass there, so it'll be a little bit more comfortable. And we will have uh, several performers, musicians there throughout the day playing historic music. Uh, Lem Shepard from Pittsburgh, Kansas, he does blues and folk music. And then the Pickers Post Band, they're a returning bluegrass band from the Joplin area. Uh, They were very popular a couple years ago, and they've agreed to come back and play some bluegrass music for us. And then in addition, we'll be having Professor Farquhar and Polecat Annie's Medicine Man show. Uh, at the tent and then around the square throughout the day, as well as a keynote speaker, uh, Tom Rayfiner from the uh, Kansas City area. He'll be giving a talk about the Civil War at noon. What's some of the feedback that you receive from the community on these specific living history programs? 
Well, they've generally been well-received uh, when we did them. In, uh, we started the Living History 10, I think, in 2018 and then again in 2019, and it was well-received. Uh, people like to have a nice shady spot with chairs to sit down uh, during the day at Bushwhacker Days and listen to uh, some historical topics. The museum itself will still be open, but we're not going to have our main program in the museum uh, because of the, uh, well, the COVID pandemic, we hope, is winding down, but we'd rather not crowd a large number of people inside the museum. So uh, we're going to have the main keynote address at the tent, but the museum will still be open for people just to go through throughout the day. Speaking with Bushwhacker Museum director, that is Will Tollerton. And Will, we'll get into another subject. The Missouri Bicentennial Quilt will be coming to Nevada in July. So what will this quilt look like? What will it represent? Yes, the quilt was uh, one of the official... Oh, um, commemorative events uh, for the Missouri Bicentennial and for anyone who uh, doesn't already know, Missouri, the state of Missouri will mark its 200th birthday on August 10th this summer. Uh, there'll be a big party in Jefferson City, but they've been trying, the State Historical Society has been trying to coordinate uh, museums and historical organizations throughout the state to have events uh, marking this uh, very important anniversary. And uh, a couple years ago, they decided to do a actual quilt representing all the whole, every county in the state. So they invited uh, quilt guilds, historical societies to submit a block uh, for this quilt. And the lady who, uh, Debbie Wortman, was the winner, uh, had the winning block that represents Vernon County. So this quilt was created a couple years ago, and it is now touring the state. And we are privileged, uh, just found out last week, that the Bushwhacker Museum will host the quilt for display July 27th, 28th, and 29th. Sounds interesting. And then also just another thing that you all are doing over there at the museum is trying to get uh, the cemetery directory updated. And so what has the process been like starting that? I know there have been some meetings. Yes, we've had several meetings uh, this past couple of weeks and had a good response from the community. Um, Oh, probably a dozen or more people have volunteered to walk some of the local cemeteries to update the directory with new burials that occurred in the last 10 to 15 years. Uh, but we are having one more planning meeting. It will be here at the Bushwhacker Museum this coming Saturday, May the 8th, from 3 to 4 p.m. And anyone who's interested in volunteering, basically what uh, volunteering to do a cemetery survey means is you can pick a local cemetery or even just a part of one, like Newton. So you'll be given a, a map and a list of the known burials, and all you have to do is walk up and down the rows and photograph and record the new stones and uh, then turn the list back into the museum. So again, we'll have a planning meeting on Saturday, May the 8th, 3 p.m. here at the Bushwhacker Museum. And about how many volunteers are you still looking for to assist you in that? Oh, you can't have too many for a project like this. Uh, like I say, we probably had, well, about 20 so far. And, uh, I mean, another 10 or 15 would be great, but we'll take anyone who will come. Sounds great. And then wh what would you say is the main importance as well of doing a project like this, making sure the cemetery directory is updated? 
Well, this cemetery directory is kind of our go-to uh, for genealogy research here at the museum. Uh, when we have uh, folks contact us looking for their ancestors who may have passed away or be buried here in the county, uh, the cemetery directory is one of our first resources that we go to. It is a com- you know as complete a list as we can get of all the known uh, burials here in Vernon County. So it is a very, very useful genealogy resource. I think you mentioned it earlier, but just one more time, if you'd let people know exactly the hours that the Bushwhacker Museum is open for the season. Yes, we are open now uh, from May 1st to the end of October, Wednesday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., and Saturday from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. And your phone number there if anybody has any questions. Yes, it's 417-667-9602. All right, sounds great, Will. Is there anything else you'd like to say as we wrap up? I don't think so. Just, you know, uh, please, everyone, you know, track them out for Bushwhacker Days. Come see the museum and uh, be looking for uh, the Bicentennial Quilt in July. All right. Sounds good. Thank you so much, Will. All right. Thank you, Andrew. That's Will Tollerton. He's the museum director at the Bushwhacker Museum. Right here on your KNEM KNMO update program, I'm Andrew Pitkin. Thanks for listening.